Welcome to Budding Interests. The CBD and cannabinoid revolution is here, and we're bringing you a front row seat to the action. Each week, we're going to bring you insider information from the biggest movers and shakers in the cannabis industry. We're going to keep you up to date with all the latest research, data, and news happening all over the globe. And today, since this is our very first episode ever, I would like to introduce myself. My name is Chad Nell, and I'm the co-host of this program, and I am brand new to the cannabis industry, and I wanted to, for our first ever podcast, interview our host for the show, Mr. Zev Barnett. Zev, I want to welcome you to the program. Thank you so much for having me to be a part of this podcast, and I'm very appreciative, and I'm ready to learn, sir. So welcome to the pro- welcome to your program. Thank you, Chad. And welcome uh, to all of our friends around the world who are going to be tuning into this and joining us along this journey. Now, Zev, as we start, it's important for people to know what are they going to be benefiting from this podcast? There's the CBD revolution, the cannabinoid industry, the cannabis industry. It seems like it is everywhere all of a sudden out of nowhere. And there's all these different choices of news and information. What can we expect to get from this podcast? We're going to focus on clearing up a lot of misconceptions that people have about CBD and cannabis. There's so much going on and there's so much innovation happening all the time and the industry is ahead of what public knowledge is. And we're going to try to demystify some of that. And we're going to bring some very interesting people on to discuss all this with. People who are industry leaders, people who are government officials, people who are involved in all aspects of this. And we're going to get into how you came across knowing these people because you have quite the interesting background and the way that you got to where you are today as the CEO and founder of Maven Hemp. Um, You've been in the cannabis space your whole life, right? Totally. (laughs) Of course not. Of course you haven't. Why don't you let everybody know a little bit about your background and, and how you got involved in the industry in the first place? Sure. Okay. Uh, Basically, two worlds collided. I was in the financial uh, markets for a long time, left that and moved to Colorado, where I got into sports like triathlon and had a lot of recovery concerns. And I started to look at hemp as a uh, a vehicle to potentially use as uh, something to satisfy my interest in commodities and commodities markets. uh, And also as a tool to extract CBD from to use on my body for recovery after sports. So it served as a dual purpose for you. Correct. Brains and body. Brains and body. The man's got it all. Um, so when you joined the industry, did you did you start your own company right away? Like how did you dive into understanding and getting to grow? So, you know, I, um, I had e-commerce online experience and I got recruited by a company that was in the space. And that was really the kind of the linchpin of all this. Uh, I, I really knew nothing six years ago about the actual hemp business other than the fact that 
hemp has a lot of uses for because of the long fibers in it uh, for making clothing and rope and other things. And so basically I got hired into a vertically integrated company and that was where it all launched from. And then how long were you with that company before you decided to go off on your own? I had just aged very rapidly there. I spent about 10 months in that business and uh, actually didn't choose to leave but I had a very unfortunate accident. That it was forced, a car accident. Yes, that forced me to leave. And how long did that uh, recovery take from your car accident? Roughly two and a half years. And then coming out of that, you went to go and work for the company again and were told that you weren't? No, I actually, uh, the greatest thing happened. At the original company though, that I was at, which were winding backwards to 2016, right. way in the early history of CBD, where people had no idea what we were talking about. I had this notion that this was going to be a global phenomenon, correctly, and my boss didn't believe me. So while I was working there, I was invited by a business development person to fly to Israel to speak at an international cannabis science conference because he knew I was involved and to some extent and wanted somebody to speak about the hemp industry as I saw it from Colorado at that point. Okay. So uh, I was hurt in at the end of 2017. And so f four or five months later, I got an airplane wearing a neck brace and uh, with my speech loaded into my iPad so I could read it because I still had a raging concussion. And um, it turned out to be a huge hit. At the conference. So I um, I recovered on the couch for three months, flew to Israel, and then started my business. So it really was that speaking engagement that gave you the impetus to start your own company? That's right. And then what did you start with and how did you grow from there? The conference organizers who were activists in the Israeli cannabis space, which was very auspicious by that time with all the medical testing going on and medical cannabis already in existence, were impressed with my, my speech and they decided to sign a distribution arrangement with me to uh, bring me uh, distribution clients. Okay. And so that launched the business. Now, there's all different types of business to go into in this space. What are you seeing as the kind of the gold rush at the moment right now? I'm seeing, and I'm brand new, and I'm seeing a sea of new brands and companies coming into the space. What, what are you seeing as the big markers? This space has cycles of its own in, in terms of the CBD and hemp space, as well as the cannabis space, which in this country is primarily defined by dispensaries and grows. So because of the lack of uniformity across the country, there has been very different economies that have developed. So there are hot spots for hemp farming on the West Coast, in Oklahoma, Colorado, and Kansas a little bit, Kentucky, now there's some on the eastern seaboard in Florida, but those that industry has gone through a shakeup in the last five years, 
as well as the lab, the labs that grew out of the hemp industry early on. Uh, many of the big labs forecasted incorrectly and, and thus have been shut down. So there's been a consolidation in the, on the hemp side, on the cannabis. And well, let's just talk about a little bit of a rebound. There's, there's a number of companies that have survived. There's hundreds of small startups because the barrier to entry is low. Um, and we'll talk about the issue with that later. But on the cannabis side, there are legal states, there are medical legal states, and there are states that are not legal at all. And so each of those places have their own dynamic. There are amazing things that are happening with states that have gone legal recreationally, like Illinois and Michigan in, in recent history, where you go from zero sales to practically to a billion dollars yearly in sales. And there are states that are poised to open. Uh, we'll talk more about that too, because we're involved with one of those or two of those. And there's a lot to come. Eventually we will have nationalization of, of uh, and standardization of cannabis laws. Although there's there are some holdout states that will probably make this take longer than necessary. Now you've grown Maven Hemp from the humble beginnings of you being a speaker uh, internationally, and then you started and working in my bedroom. Working in your bedroom. Well, that was a nice precursor to the pandemic, right? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was the extra bedroom, and I had to stay there during when I had COVID too. Over over time, you have done working with just the raw materials to working with wholesale to working in retail products. And one thing that has separated you from the quote unquote sea of competition is the amount of care you have put into the products that you put out on the market. So much so that you, your company, Maven Hemp, was selected as one of the on, of only 13 companies to participate in the Radical ACEs patient study. For those who don't know what that is, why don't you give everybody a peek behind the curtain about what is about to happen? Yeah, this is super exciting for us because since, you know, because of the fact that the FDA uh, keeps kicking the can down the road, on uh, setting up a framework for the CBD industry that makes sense and standards to adhere to, uh, we're stuck in a black space in between medicine and the supplement world. And therefore, we can't say much about any of our products without getting in trouble. We can't make any claims. So there, there's a effort from a company called Radical, Radical Science, which we are thrilled to know. The team there uh, was part of the UCLA Cannabis Initiative. And that was a government-backed study that failed. And it, it basically failed because the only specimens that they were able to use in their studies were very poor cannabis plants from a DEA-authorized lab at the University of, University of Mississippi. And so, therefore, they, had, they came to inconclusive you know, conclusions. Uh, they they were they had problems because the the material was so poor. So the people left, and they started a new company called Radical Science, which is R A D I C L E, by the way. And Radical Science has decided to to make a tremendous effort to prove the good name 
for CBD and other cannabinoid products showing that they have real efficacy among patients using them. And so they envisioned a trial that we were invited to, although we had to go through uh, extreme vetting. We were, were one of 13 companies that were chosen to supply product to 3,000 patients. So each company has about 225 patients and it is the biggest controlled trial on CBD products that's ever been done in the U.S., and in your hopes and the hopes of everybody else within the study, what is a best case scenario and worst case scenario? Best case scenario is that we will get actionable data that shows people benefiting for one of three conditions, sleeplessness, anxiety, or pain. Big ones. Big ones. Big markets. And then you don't want to talk about what the worst case scenario would be. There is no worst. There's case no scenario. worst case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> so, what would you say to anybody looking to potentially jump into the industry, whether they're a retailer or an investor or whatever the case may be? What pitfalls are out there right now that people should? absolutely 100% look out for if they're just getting into the space for the first time. The regulators state by state are, are starting to put onerous demands on to CBD producers. Uh, the, the amount of red tape that has uh, been introduced by some of the states has made it such that no matter how big your product literally is and how big your label and potential box around it is you can't fit all the things that they're asking for. It's just impossible. Uh, it's just, there's just too much uh, on that, on that list. So that's probably the main, the main thing that people have to be aware of. Uh, and it's not a bad thing that they want to regulate things. It's just that it's like a Pandora's box now for compliance. What types of guests are you looking to have on the program? Oh, it's, this is amazing what we can do here. We have uh, cannabis prescribing doctors. We have clinicians and nurses to talk to. We have people who've worked in international distribution of cannabis and CBD products. We have farmers to talk to. We have scientists who've made amazing discoveries about certain compounds and components. Uh, we even have doctors we work with that, that are treating epilepsy and other things. Uh, we have um, just super personalities that have worked in different aspects of the cannabis industry, in technology, in marketing, and all, all other areas. Well, this is fascinating for me. I cannot wait to jump in and learn myself. I'm privileged to be alongside uh, such an expert in, in the industry, and I'm very much looking forward to learning more. I'd like to invite everybody to join us on a weekly basis as Zev brings in his guests from around the world and educates me and you at the same time uh, about what to expect here in this revolution that is upon us. So, 
Thank you very much for joining us for episode one, which is the origin story of budding interests. And my name is Chad Nell. I am your co-host along here with Zev Barnett, our illustrious host. We look forward to seeing you very soon. Thank you. And talk to you all very soon. Thank you for joining us today on our inaugural episode of Budding Interests. We hope you enjoyed the origin story of our host and Maven Hemp CEO, Zev Barnett. The CD landscape is ever-changing and is poised to make a global impact on the health and business of millions. If you have a topic or suggestion you would like to see us cover, email chad at mavenhemp.com with details. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review. We appreciate your feedback and support. And for more information on Maven Hemp, go to www.mavenhemp.com. Thank you so much, and we will see you on the next episode of Budding Interests.